when no one official is prepared to comment, religious groups are calling it Judgment Day. There's panic on the streets of London. As an increasing number of reports of serious attacks on people who are literally being eaten alive. A witness reports are sketchy. One unifying detail seems to be that the attackers in many instances appear to be dead excited to have with us here a sensational chart-topping... We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews. The podcast that explores the, the Hollywood good. film industry for the greater good. Oh, sorry. I was a little <laughs> early on that one. My bad. <laughs> it's okay. I appreciate your enthusiasm, sir. <laughs> well, just so you know, Sean, oh, tonight... Wait, hold on. <laughs> you're just going to jump the gun and do everything, aren't you? What? Are you well, not I, was gonna say, I was going to say, just for tonight, Sean, I'm going to be the, uh, the best friend um, that, that's worthless. For, for us tonight. Oh, okay, good. So every we'll other that. night. Got it. Yeah. So so it, this still fits in cutting in line and, and you know, doing everything before you're going to say it. So mm. just so I'd let you know. Okay. Thank you, Sam. Uh, all right. Anyway, so uh, this, is, this is, uh, <laughs> can we say that on the air? I don't know. Um, Cheap Series Podcast. I already said all that, right? Uh, great. This is episode 237. <laughs> You've got me all confused. Um, this is episode 237. Tonight we're talking about Sean of the Dead. Yes. That's right. And Sean not our Sean of the Dead. No. A Sean of the Dead. Yeah, yeah, a different Sean of the Dead. I am Sean, uh, spelled differently, all red. And joining us tonight is Andrew. Will you go kill the Queen Jemison? Uh, <laughs> My bad. Yarp. Yarp. <laughs> no, that was good. That was good. Uh, and uh, 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 Sam, I forgot to write middle names for you guys, and I'm totally doing off the fly, and I'm not very good at it. Vector. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sean, before you get to the to oh the no, name and, there. and Sam, dogs can look up Vector. There we go. There you go. Um, I've got a bunch of DVDs over here, some of them that you own, that I'd like to throw at you until you die. Okay. That's, that's, that's fair. <laughs> no, they would just hurt. Just, it, you know, wouldn't, it wouldn't like actually kill me. I'm pretty sure it would just, they would just deflect and I would just yell and go, Ouch! Yeah. That hurt! Who, who throws a DVD? Really? Honestly. Yeah, honestly. And then I would... Um, 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 then say, Sam, these are mine. Don't break them. When you get them back. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. so yeah, this movie, uh, the Shaun of the Dead. I'm really excited to talk to you guys about because, well, why not? Um, we've done the other one, right? We've done uh, the we did the the the, the hot, uh, fuzz, hot fuzz, right? So we've done, um, two of the three of the Cornetto series. Uh, yep. uh, world end or at world's end or whatever it's called uh, when the world ends uh, the world's end is the next one mm-hmm. and uh, we'll probably do it at some point I'm sure um, but yeah this is the first one and uh, I, I've already told this to Sam and I'm just going to go ahead and say it out loud now um, and it might have to do simply with the fact that I watched Hot Fuzz first but I liked Hot Fuzz better than this movie. What do you guys? What, where are you guys kind of stand on that? I I saw this one first, so this was my first love of this series. So I had I had a lot of fun with this one, and and Hot Fuzz I actually got a little bored in parts. Okay, I'm gonna agree with Sam. I think. Okay. 
It's because you're wrong, Sean. No, you're that's wrong. fine. No, I, that's fine. I mean, again, and and I, and I mentioned earlier to Sam, uh, obviously off air, is that I'm more of a fan of the buddy cop genre than the mm-hmm. zombie genre. Anyway, um, it's just I'm just more into that to that world, and so I enjoyed that movie better. And I just thought it was frankly funnier um, than this and maybe movie. Maybe you know, I I do enjoy myself a good zombie flick. So well, yeah, you you like also watch The Walking Dead and and you yeah. too anyway, and and you like the 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 Game of Thrones with the White Walkers and all that stuff. So you're you're more into the zombies than I am. I'm just you know it's it's fine. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, but this movie was fun as hell. Are, are you I, sure we should use the Z word? Oh yeah, we're not supposed to use the Z word. Um, uh, so yeah, um, yeah, this movie was, um, yeah, a lot of fun to watch and it, 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 I, I had to pause it a couple of times cause I was laughing so hard at some of the gags. Um, <laughs> but, I will say I did turn on subtitles for it. Oh yeah. Cause the British, I had learned my lesson from, from hot fuzz and I actually, I, I got some things I didn't get the first time around. Mm-hmm. Because of it, sure. That, that and maybe I should have done that too. There was a couple times, like it, it wasn't until I captured, I was doing the audio clip for the intro before I knew that that guy said "dead excited to see you." I never could understand what he said <laughs> because his accent was so strong. But and it makes me wonder: Do like British people listen to us and go, "God, what are they saying?" We have to put subtitles on when we're watching Netflix, like, or is it, or or are, are, do we speak really slow to them? Maybe oh, I don't know. Maybe we all sound really dumb to English people. I don't know. You know, every time I go to Europe, a lot of people say that they enjoy listening to the American accent and specifically <laughs> the Southern accent. They, for some really? reason, yeah. Uh, in Germany, this, they think the Southern accent is really, like, attractive huh. for some reason. It's interesting. Well, yeah. at least that's what I was told by our tour guide. Maybe he was lying. I don't know. <laughs> he was full Maybe of he was trying to make me feel feel good. Maybe I like the way you talk. You got the purdy mouth there, you you, you German. Um, I don't know. Um, that was great. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I should, we can't offend too many of our international listeners. We do have, uh, last few weeks, we've had uh, listen uh, downloads from Spain, and of course we have from, from England. Hey, for our English listener, I'd, I'd actually be curious to know if if you guys can understand us when we're... I mean, obviously, when you get, like, super south and, like, no one can understand those people <laughs> or... Get deep in the bayou over there in Louisiana. Yeah, and, no, no uh, one it gets can pretty understand. Hardcore. Yeah, no one can understand them. Or when you get, like, super... Um, when you do the super, like, northeast... You know, like oh yeah, bot bastard. Yeah, like I can't understand this. Yeah, people. and the, the Jersey accent and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, uh, it's irrelevant. The point is, is that this movie made me laugh, and I can't wait to really talk about it. I, 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 I always forget that he has kind of the certain same people. Every movie in all the mm-hmm. movies. Um, yeah. I, I totally forgot that Bill Nighy was in this. Uh, I forgot <laughs> that um, Bilbo Baggins was in this. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I, 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 I forgot. I just didn't know. I just think it's the probably better word I should say. I, just, I didn't know they were in this, and um, and and I can truly say now because now I've seen, I think three. Let me make sure. I think I've now seen three Edgar Wright movies. Yeah, uh, I've now seen. Hold on, I have to see director. Did he direct? Okay, he's directed Scott Pilgrim versus the World. So. Which has that? I mean, all of them have this frenetic pace to them that I love. Yes. The the cut zooms and the uh, okay. So I've seen Baby Driver, Scott Pilgrim yeah. versus the World, Hot Fuzz, Shaun of the Dead, and that's it. Uh, yeah, okay. that's it. But he's done actually not done that many more movies. Honestly, um, he did uh, Funky Pete, something called Fun Dead. A bunch of shorts, uh, short movies. I mean, um, and and then of course the World's End, uh, and then something called Untitled Sparks documentary, 
and then he's in pre-production for something called Last Night in Soho. So wasn't Edgar Wright originally Ant Man? He was yes, he was originally direct uh, slated to direct Ant Man. Yeah, which I would have freaking was, loved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I wonder how much of his juice lasted on that shoot. Uh, I don't know. Versus I'm... what what the new guy brought in. Because there are some moments where it's very Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzzish on those. Even the um, the background story, or, you know, when um, Lewis is telling the stories, feels like an Edgar Wright film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, it, it really does. Um, I'm trying to think, did he, did he, does he still get writing credit for it? Yes, he wrote the screenplay. Oh, okay, so there we go. Yeah, but only why. the first one. So that might actually make sense why I like the first one better. Um, <laughs> uh, in fact, the second one is uh, out on video. I don't own it yet. And, oh, it's on Netflix right now. And it's on me. Netflix, and I still haven't watched it. Which, um, complete side note, if it sounds like I've been a little distracted during the intro of the show, I have been. I just won HQ Trivia. Look at that. Wow! I just won HQ trivia. It was Friends Night. I'm, I'm glad cool. to see that you're you're paying attention to our. Uh, hey, I, know, I have a chance. I, I just won like eleven cents or something. <laughs> That's very excited. I don't. I, That's I've phenomenal. Only, there, here's here's uh, the sad host. part. I've only other the only other one I've won was Marvel Night. Was Marvel trivia? <laughs> so Marvel and Friends, I got it down. All right. Anyway, so you now have my full attention. I'm sorry. Um. But yeah, he wrote he wrote uh, the screenplay for that. But my point was is that now that I've seen, I guess honestly, the majority of his movies, uh-huh. um, this felt like when I after I watched this, I'm like, oh, now I get it when people like I can now say, oh, that's an Edgar Wright film, because the, the cut scenes are great. I love the quick cut stuff. It reminds me a lot of. What's his name? Um, Bill Nye. No, no. The science guy. Stop it. Um, <laughs> Joss, not Joss Whedon. Shoot. What's his name? Gosh, dang it. Sam Raimi, the guy that did okay. the Evil Dead. Like yeah, all that yeah, quick. Yeah. I love all of that. I love that quick stuff. Um, and his use of music in the movie. I'm not just talking the soundtrack. Like Juno with its uh, annoyingly loud acoustic guitar. I'm talking like the music affects the movie. The soundtrack physically affects the movie. Uh-huh. And and I don't usually ask you guys this, but I'm going to tell you mine, and then I'll ask you this. I, I don't think I've actually asked you guys this in probably a couple of years. But my true favorite part, the part that I got the most complete joy from in this movie was when the jukebox starts playing Queen... <laughs> And they grab the cue, the, the pull cues, and they start beating the zombie in beat with the song. It was, it was so brilliant. I freaking loved it. It made me so happy that I went back and watched it again. And then yeah. I had to show someone else. I actually had to go and show my wife the scene. So I pulled it up on YouTube and went, so I've had that song. Can't stop me now from Queen sucking my head for Can't about stop three. Me, about, yeah, it's been in my head for about three days. <laughs> so, anyway, um, no, that was brilliant. Yeah, it was my favorite part. So, I'm gonna ask you guys: Do you guys have like a favorite part in this movie? Oh, my, mine. I'm sorry to jump in front, Andrew. Mine, oh, fine, um, picking picking out the records to throw at the uh, the zombies while the zombies are slowly ambling towards them. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing wrong with these two zombies coming towards them. They they take their time deciding what records to throw. And I just laugh at that every single time. And then, then they throw the records and it doesn't do squat against the zombies. It just cracks me up. Just cracks yeah. me up. That, I mean, that's probably the same for me, but since you said that, I'm going to tag on. I love it in movies where... And it doesn't happen too often, but especially in this one where he's walking to the store and 
the world has gone to hell around him and he doesn't even <laughs> He's totally notice. oblivious, yeah. There are zombies walking around everywhere and he no clue. He's just oblivious to everything. He, he even actually like interacts with one of them and isn't is like the guy who yeah. is like walking the dog and he's just completely <laughs> unaware that he um that he even did that. Like like the the, the dog was like, Oh hey, cute dog or something like that. It, yeah, you're right. It was it was very funny. Oh. Yeah, and the homeless guy, or what he thinks is a homeless guy. Oh, yeah, he's like, yeah, I don't have any chains today or something like that. Yeah, that's he's like, yeah, not today. <laughs> <laughs> it's what you would typically say to a homeless person. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. I'm dying. No worries. No, oh, okay, great. Um, but yeah, that, that bit made me laugh, and it may or may not come back up later in the show. That's all I'm going to say. Awesome. Um... I do like the idea. Oh, I also do like the um, the idea that, um, and back to that, my music, the point about the music kind of really um, affecting the the movie itself, he really does it a lot in Baby Driver. And not yeah, just, see, I it, need to see that one. Yeah, it's not just that the fact that the main kid is singing the songs, but there's a scene where we've had the opening, the opening car chase action thing, right? So then we have kind of where, we're getting a little bit of backstory, and it's literally a scene where, just like in this movie, where he walks from his apartment down the street, and we follow him, and the camera cuts in front of the traffic a little bit, and then we see him just walk down the street. Just very simple. We're just seeing slice of life, but in this case, we're seeing life, and then the next time we see it, it's zombies. Yeah. Right? Uh, uh, sorry, the Zeds, uh, the, whatever they're called in the movie. I guess they're never called zombies as a, as a point. And then... So in Baby Driver, they do it again. They do that very same thing, only as the song is playing, words from the song are on the screen in the form of graffiti or a sign or oh, um, cool. like the song will say, and he, you know, so the song will use the word jump as he jumps over the curb or something like that. Like it's, it's a visual thing. It's very cool. I think it's a very cool cool thing for him to have done sounds a lot like uh, some of the scott pilgrim stuff a little bit but less cartoony okay yeah it, like it, in that that it, it's less in your face cartoony because yeah. that movie is ridiculous like like you know when she comes over and says is scott home he goes mm, i don't know and then he jumps out the window and he's like <laughs> he just stepped out like Obviously, like that's ridiculous, right? And then yeah. you see, kind of in the corner of her eyes, he, you see him running down the street. Um, it's a little bit less that Baby Driver. It's a little bit more intense um, than than that. But anyway, go watch Baby Driver. It's really good. Uh, I liked it a lot. That's what matters. That I liked it. Um, but my point also, as I was going to say, is uh, my note that it didn't make sense at first is that I, I wrote the note. I do not like the. I do like the idea that people are already zombies in life. The first probably six seven minutes of the movie are just people acting like zombies, right? Like you know, their faces are down in their phones and uh-huh. um, just going through the motions. And this is two thousand four before smartphones, and people are still like glued to their phone and. Isn't this now? Did the opening have the dancing zombies too? I can't remember in this one. I just watched it last Thursday. I don't know. Like it was, yeah, okay. Oh, and I guess listeners, we do have to apologize. They literally pulled this movie the day before we were set to record. Um, yeah. So if you want to watch it, you're going to have to find your own means to watch it. Sorry. It, it, we've been wanting to do it for a long time, it was just bad timing, but we wanted to do it. Um, we wanted to continue to do it, so that's why we did it. So, but then again, you couldn't watch Juno in any other way either. So, there's that. Um, yeah. Anyway, so Bill Nye was great. Um, he he made me laugh. His whole his whole bit. Uh, excuse me. I do like the idea that the apocalypse happened and he slept through it, like you guys mentioned that he's, <laughs> um, which is kind of a nod to Twenty Eight Days Later. Yes. Um, this yeah. movie makes several nods to other. Kind of the, the 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 Romero movie and the, in that movie, that's like in that movie specifically, they never call them zombies. In that movie specifically, they're, they're called rage or something um, infected, and so yeah. that's that's kind of why they kind of poke fun of. Oh, we can't call them zombies. Um. So uh, I also wrote 
how have these zombies killed anyone? <laughs> they're <laughs> they're kind of useless. Um, Especially at the beginning when they're just kind of meandering by themselves. Now, I could totally understand. Oh, that horde, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Especially when they, God, when they ripped his belly apart, that was kind of gross and effective. When they started <laughs> eating that guy, that douchebag that no one liked, Dave or whatever his name was. You don't think he was supposed to be Harry Potter, do you? No. Why? I kind of got that from him that he looked a little Harry Potterish. No, oh, maybe it was. There was nothing in the trivia that he was dressing like Harry Potter, but yeah. Oh. I mean, at this point, Harry Potter's three years old. The films, so the film is. Uh, for some reason, I wrote down. Oh, <laughs> down is okay. Yeah, hold on. Uh, the background noises are great in this movie because I watched this movie with my headphones on. Yeah, while watching it on my nice. The background noises are great. First of all, there's like an alarm always going off. <laughs> once the once the the attack hit, there's some kind of alarm going off at all times. Um, I just there and there's so much other good just kind of noises and talking. I just it, it's hard to describe, but just go it's back frenetic. and watch. It's really there's an energy to everything. It's not just it's not just the actors and their their immediate surroundings. Everything has something going on. Yeah. The other part that I really love that they did in this movie really well is how the camera they 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 they, they how how do I describe it? It's not they're playing tricks with the camera, but they're using the camera, like the film camera, the movie camera, mm-hmm. to further the plot. Right? Like um you know, he walks outside after trying to go get his mom. And he's talking to his buddy, and then he goes, where's the car? And he goes, um, and then he just takes a sidestep, and the car is destroyed, right? <laughs> like, any normal person would have seen the car destroyed immediately, but because of the way the camera positioned and hit it. Like, that was really funny. And then at the beginning of the movie where um, uh, uh, the, 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 whole, the whole bit where the girl and him are talking, and she's like, it's not that I don't love Ed. Uh, Ed, I love you. And then he's there. Oh yeah, like yeah, that whole bit. And then he's like, and you know, your friends. I, you know, even though they're stuck up and so and so, yeah, you know, no offense. No, 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 and, no. Yeah, they're right there. Like because then the camera shows you that. Like that whole bit. They yeah. did it several other times in the movie. It made me laugh. I just I love that part. I really did. Um, the doppelganger scene was really funny too. Yeah, <laughs> the other gang. <laughs> <laughs> Including, you know, a non, basically a non-speaking part there for uh, what's his name, uh, Bilbo. Yeah. Well, supposedly, again, because because we're we American. I mean, I, I don't I don't know how much British TV you guys have seen. I don't know if you've seen the British Office, um, yeah. or <laughs> there's some other shows. But basically, from what I read in the trivia, everyone in in Sean's team was paired up with someone on the other team that was in a show with them or something with them. Like they were literally paired off in other things that they had done together. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I captured that trivia or not, but, uh, yeah. And I've watched quite a bit of British television and I noticed that that was, (coughs) I I didn't know that they meant to, or, you know, I don't know if they did it on purpose. I guess they did. Um, because I didn't read that trivia, but I noticed that there was a lot of people that had starred in things together or been in things together. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, oh, I did write, I have seen the record bit. So somehow I've seen the scene, Sam, your favorite scene with uh, the record. Somehow I've seen that, but only that. Um, so anyway, um, I, yeah, and you're right, Sam, that, that, that part was like, they're going through it. It's like, oh, I can't, I can't use that record. He's like, oh, well, you should do this. And he's like, but that was Liz's. He's like, she broke up with you. Who cares? So, anyway. Um, Ed is literally the worst sidekick ever. I did write that. <laughs> um, I mean, he is kind of useless. I wrote, uh, for a dumb zombie movie, this movie has some feels. I mean, some real feels. Um, 
like the I, I felt so bad when the guy has to he basically has to kill his his mom, right? Yeah. Uh, and then my last note was actually down is dumb, down is off dumbass. Um, I know it's supposed to create the scene, make the scene funny, but when he's trying to flip the breakers off and he keeps flipping them up and off, up and off, up and off, you just flip them down. That's how you turn a breaker off. You just down. That's how it works. I will say, even though that was a sad moment, that when he had to kill his mom, it was really funny. <laughs> uh, to me, anyway. Yeah. I mean, just the whole situation. Yeah, it was, it was, um, yeah, it With was pretty the funny. Boyfriend and everything. Yeah, I just, yeah. Um, I, I, I liked the scene though, just because it, it, it did feel kind of real and, and sad because it's like, oh, what would you actually have to do there? And, and when his best friend's been bitten and they're kind of having their moment and whatever. And I actually thought that he was going to take the gun and shoot himself. For a second, I was like, "Oh, is this movie going to get real?" I did not see at all the fact that he was going to keep him in the in the <laughs> out in the in the garden as like a pet that he can go out and play PlayStation Two with. That, that <laughs> I didn't see that coming at all. But that was funny. <laughs> no, Ed, no biting, no biting. <laughs> <sighs> but did you notice that they popped little hints everywhere throughout the movie about how the the people behind the Zobrages were kind of still there. You know, uh, like they weren't completely gone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the the yeah. father turns off the radio. The um, oh, the uh, the shop owner holds out his hand for money. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of thing. Yeah, uh, and they even like make fun of it in the video at the end where they're like, some of them have menial jobs. They're like chained up and they're like pushing buggies back yeah. into the <laughs> to the cart. Well, the, the roommate Pete, you know, they even say his name and he like looks up and yeah, yeah. So they, uh, it was interesting to me that they kept that in there, even you know, especially when he he you know they shoot his mother, um, you know, like that, like <laughs> yeah. the way they did. So. Yeah. Oh my anyway. goodness! Um, honestly, I don't have much else to say about the movie other than just continue. It was so to, much fun, just to continue to praise it. I'll play a couple of clips and maybe that'll that'll spark some fun for us. Um, just because I had so much fun with this movie, I can't remember if this is the scene I, I wanted. To, yeah, I think this is it. Okay, here's I think the first clip that scene that opening scene I mentioned. It's not that I don't like Ed. Ed, it's not that I don't like you. Sorry. Just be nice if we could. Spend a bit more time together. Bollocks. Just the two of us. Cock it. It's just with Ed here. It's no wonder I always bring my flatmates out and then that only exacerbates things. What do you mean? Well, you guys hardly get on, do you? No, what does exacerbate mean? It means, um, <laughs> to make things worse. Right. Well, I mean, it's not that I don't like David and Di, you know. Guys, it's not that I don't like you. It's not that I don't want to spend time with you, because I do. It's just, Ed doesn't have too many friends. Can I get any of you a drink? <laughs> I, didn't, I don't think I technically had to bleep that last word, but I wanted to. But anyway, yeah, yeah. That, that scene was so funny. I'm like, oh, this is where we're going with this movie. Okay, this is... This is how yeah. it's going to be. This right. is going to be a good ride. This is yeah. going to be a good time. Yeah. Uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, Before you play the next one. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, sorry, I was looking through the, the screenshots of some of the, or screen caps of some of the movie, and there's a scene where they're actually on the couch, and the poster behind them, and I didn't notice this when I was watching it, but the poster behind them is there's a monkey holding a record like he's getting ready to throw it, and it's called Ninjas on the Road. And it's kind of huh. it's kind of cool how they use that <laughs> later on. Uh, oh, yeah, I had no, I had noticed that. Um, okay, uh, this was um, what's his name being awesome. I trust you haven't forgotten about tomorrow. No, your bi-monthly visit. No, I'm forgotten. Perhaps you could bring the flowers you forgot to bring Barbara on Mother's Day. I was gonna. And not a cheap posy from a garage forecourt. I wasn't gonna. <laughs> I wasn't gonna. <laughs> uh, 
All right, the the world has fallen apart, and we're still making jokes. And this joke just it just caught me off guard because how quick witted it was, and I laughed out loud. Oh, she's engaged. That was quick. Ed, this is serious. <laughs> <laughs> And they set that joke up several times because he kept saying, you know, the, he would hear the busy tone. And we in the States say the line is busy. Though yeah. since the invention of call waiting and cell phones, no one has heard a busy signal in 15 years. Oh, but, that's true. I never thought of that. Um, like Declan will never know, my son will never know what a busy signal sounds like. There's also um, a, a video online of a couple of teenagers trying to use a rotary phone. <laughs> oh, yeah, I just saw that. And not understanding how it works. That's great. I used to have one in the house. I remember that. We, I, I, I've seen them. I've used them. We, we didn't have one in the house. We had corded yeah. phones, though. Definitely, we had corded phones. Hey, uh, another scene that I kind of liked um, that made me laugh out loud was <laughs> where they sit down on the couch and uh, you know he's getting ready and. Or, well, he has to go to work later, but he sits down on the couch and he goes, it picks up the controller. Player one has entered the game. And then <laughs> he goes, don't you have work? Player one has left there. Player two has left the game. Yeah. And I literally have been there. Like, I've, I've been that person before. Mm-hmm. And so it made me laugh out loud. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this was uh, 10 seconds of, again, nice, just fun, fun stuff. Here we go. It's not real. Cocktails. Sorry. Um, uh, this is, I don't remember what this means, but here we go. Oh, I, this is way out of order. I got this out of order, but um, uh, <laughs> this is also funny. Hello, Edward. Hi, Barbara. My, how you've grown. Yeah, you better believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I also captured this out. Sean. So I now have that forever. Sean. What? Sean. What? Sean. There we go. Sean. So now I just got to get a Sam and an Andrew. I'm somehow I don't I don't know how I don't have a Sam or an Andrew. I mean I have Andrew saying. I have Andrew doing that, but. (laughs) And of course I have. Cornelius, but he you know, he hasn't yeah. been on the show in a long time, so. Um, and I had to capture this, and this was just this this was my favorite part of the movie, and it just made me happy. Okay, John, it's time at the bar. It's just great. And if you haven't seen the movie, those sounds you're hearing is them hitting the zombie with cute pull cues in time. I mean, obviously that means that they're playing the music in the bar in the moment, in the scene. And yep. and you have to, I mean, not everybody is born. The three of us were born with the ability to keep time with music. Yeah. We just, we were born with that. And I don't know if these guys were or were not. I mean, were they trained that was there someone going hit now hit you know like I don't know H- however they did it it was perfect it was just it was so good I just love well, it. And it and the camera was flying you know three sixty mm-hmm. uh, you know around it and oh gosh it was good it was, it was really such good. a good scene it really was <laughs> okay sorry and now for some more bad news ready uh, a movie like this is gonna have lots of trivia so I'm gonna try to cook through some of it because I get it a lot. Uh, George A. Romero, creator of the films to which this movie portrays homage or homage and and lampoons, was so impressed with Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright's work that he asked them to cameo in Land of the Dead as zombies in 2005. (laughs) Asked by an interviewer why they chose to have slow-moving zombies instead of running zombies, Simon Pegg simply simply replied, because death is not an energy drink. (laughs) <laughs> when Sean is heading to the shop for the first time, a worker on the street is listening to the radio. The newscast mentions a space probe that unexpectedly re-entered the Earth's atmosphere and broke up over England. This is likely a reference to Night of the Living Dead, in which a radiation from a satellite returning from Venus 
was given a possible cause for the dead to return to life. When Sean and the group are running out of Liz's flat, they are all carrying weapons of some kind, but only Sean actually hits any zombies. And this was because only the cricket bat that Sean was carrying was a padded fake. All the other items were real, and so it would have hurt the extras playing zombies if they had hit them. <laughs> Don't Stop Me Now begins to play at the Winchester. Sean tells David to kill the queen, referring to the song. The foreshadowing David... This foreshadows David trying to kill Barbara after it's revealed that she's been bit. This makes sense since her husband, Philip, is referred to as the king when Ed foreshadows the plot near the beginning. Nice. Oh. A little deep there for your uh, yeah. right movie. Yeah. And this one honestly surprised me. In March of 2011, the film was voted by BBC Radio 1, by BBC Radio 1 listeners, as their second favorite film of all time, second Whoa. only to The Shawshank Redemption. Whoa. Wow. Right? I mean, it's good, but it's not Shawshank good. Just, uh, that, that just tells me that maybe, I don't know, maybe they don't They're have... proud the, of their British heritage. I guess. They really are. They don't um, have the, 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 I don't know. 2001, Netflix was a thing in 2001, so I don't know. Or 2011, I mean, so. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, um, anything else you want to say about the movie other than the fact that it's just great? Two more. Well, we, I really can't. Um, for this is really for you, Sean. Oh, this is a part of a DVD Undead trilogy that you can buy. Actually, Undead trilogy that you can buy, which includes Shaun of the Dead, An American Werewolf in London, and The Frighteners. Oh, nice! I love The Frighteners. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, great. Um, all right, here we go. So, top three. Excuse Bump. me while I whip oh. this out. We've decided to do something a little fun, you know, not Simon Pegg movies or even Edgar Wright movies, but since in this movie they use such thing as cricket bats, pull cues, records, records. Um, <laughs> a, a shovel, we decided to kind of go with, frankly, unique weapons that have been used throughout film history. And I'm sure we're going to get some real doozies right now. And Andrew. Okay, so I'm not going to start with the the fact that these are not great movies, but to me, funnier weapons that were used in movies that I've seen. So I'm going to start with number three, uh, a little movie called Hot Shots Park Dude. <laughs> he uses a chicken. Uh, where he uses a chicken. <laughs> And shoot someone in the chest. Yeah, you're not wrong. That's a good one. Uh, <laughs> number uh, number two, the movie Kiss of the Dragon, and uh, oh yeah, yeah, he uses pool balls. He kicks the pool ball, and it's the guy in the head. Nice. Yeah, and then number well, and, one, uh, Kiss of the Dragon. Hold on, there's there's a couple other deaths in that movie that he does. He stabs a guy in the neck with chopsticks. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. He and does. he kills the main bad guy by sticking a pin in the precise spot on the back of his neck that stops the flow of blood to his... It goes up to his brain and then stops. Holy mm -hmm. crap. And he drowns in his own blood. It's, it's yep. great. That movie is really good. It is good. For a kick flick. Um, I've got more, but I'll save it in case you guys don't mention it. But number one, I'm going to say... Uh, another zombie movie in Zombieland. He uses a banjo <laughs> to bash in oh, the sure. heads of zombies. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, Sam. All right. Well, I've got a um, I've got an honorable mention. If you don't mind. No. Yeah, I have several. With the uh, the the cow killer in No Country for Old Men. Okay. Oh, yeah. 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 Punches in the head. I've got uh, my number three. I've got uh, the Dark Knight with a pencil. The pencil, yeah, I had that on mine, so I'll take that one off. Um, I've got my number two as uh, Umbrella, which kicks up birds to kill people yeah. in Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and my number one has to be the Art of Gymnastics in Jurassic Park: Lost World. Oh my gosh! <laughs> she uses gymnastics to kill a raptor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
No, I'm fine with you using bringing yeah. Jurassic Park in. I, I totally get it, but that's like one of the worst moments of that movie. <laughs> it well, is the I mean, worst moment. That's the it's the, the shark, the shark moment. jumping moment is when she yes they kicked totally you off the, they kicked you off the gymnastics team. Yeah, no, <laughs> that, that part sucks. Uh, is this all right. Ian Malcolm's daughter in that movie. That, yeah, yes. Am I remembering that correctly? Yes, yes, and she's she's African American, very yeah, African. Uh, yeah. Their adopted yeah. daughter, her okay. in Julianne Moore and. She uses she. That was such a terrible movie. It's a dumb movie. Spielberg's really? like I mean, he didn't even <laughs> want to do it. And the studio was like it was a cash grab. It. Yeah. it was such a cash grab. I mean, Crichton didn't even have a book for it. They basically said you need to make a second book, and that's why he brought back Ian wow. yeah. uh, because he was a more interesting character. And that's why at the beginning of the book he says uh, um, reports of my death are greatly exaggerated, which is an old yeah. um, Sherlock Holmes quote. All right, so I got a I got a bunch. Okay. Um, and I was I was racking my brain. I, honestly, I can't think of anything in Star Trek. They all pretty much just use phasers. Oh. Um, well, Kirk didn't use some craziness on a planet somewhere. He might have used some dumb thing that I can't think of from the original series. I mean, like the most non-Star Trek weapon they use is in the in First Contact. They go into a um, the the hologram. The holodeck, I mean, and they turn mm-hmm. the safeties off, and he uses a Thompson submachine gun mm-hmm. to kill mm-hmm. two of the Borg. But otherwise, it's fairly plain. So that one's not really going to work. So um, do you? I don't know what it's called. So here's my honorable mention. Do you remember the movie Kung Fu Hustle that we did? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The 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 two guitar playing dudes right the the string instrument that sits on their laps oh, but yeah. then when they would yeah. sling it it would shoot out like swords and <laughs> when they really played it hard like men with whatever like that was a cool one i like that okay uh, that movie yep. has a lot of really interesting kind of weapons but that one was kind of my artistically kind of my favorite um my number 3 was the bass guitar from scott pilgrim <laughs> number 2 um um, in Serenity, Malcolm uh, Mal uses a screwdriver versus a sword. He has to use That's a, right. He has to use a Phillips screwdriver. And <laughs> my favorite number one weapon of all time, u- unique weapon, is Jackie Chan, who uses a ladder in Jackie Chan's first strike. Oh, that's right. Oh, didn't he in Urban... Um, oh, what was the one in the city? Rumble uh, in the Bronx? He didn't use the, a ladder. Yeah, he, no, he had a fire hose. Jackie Chan has yeah, used a lot of He might have used a fire hose in that movies. one. I know he used uh, a pull cue and an arc, a pinball machine um, and um, <laughs> he used some other fun stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's always his stick, though, right? He uses a lot of strange and fun weapons um, and, and interesting ways to defeat people. Um, Seems so. like he used chopsticks in something as well. He might have, but it wouldn't have been that violent. I don't think. No, no. That's not how he rolls. Um, no. He did punch a girl in the boob, though, once. That was pretty funny. <laughs> um, it was, he was having to fight at Amazon's at the beginning mo- uh, scene of a movie <laughs> called uh, Jackie Chan's Armor of God, and he, he punched him right in the boob. <laughs> it's, pretty, it's really funny. I'll, I'll see if I can find a clip of it and send it to you guys uh, post-show. Um, that's it. That's our show. No, it's not. What am I talking about? Um, I still have this thing. We have our top Wait, ten. What's supposed to happen? Our top ten. This is where we give our top ten. Hey, speaking of a zombie. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> is he a zombie? I guess I he know. was. I, don't, I mean, he was dead, right? Yeah. And he was reanimated? Yeah. So that's pretty so. much the definition. But he didn't try to eat his brain or anything. He didn't try to kill no. him. So... <laughs> I don't know. It's such a funny movie. It, it, it is a funny movie. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm so glad we saw that. I oh. am. T- I am too. I really am too. Um, Andrew, what's what say you for this movie, Shaun of the Dead? Yeah. Well, uh, with Sam, I like this better than Hot Fuzz, and I'm a fan of British comedy, and so and Simon Pegg. Um. And I, I just enjoyed watching. It made me laugh several times. Um, so I'm going to give this a uh, let's go seven seven point four. Yeah, right there, seven point four. Seven point four. All right. I uh, I accept. 
don't know. I don't know why to say that. I mean, obviously, I kind of have to. I'm actually going back to see how far, how long ago did we do Hot Fuzz? It was pretty early in the show, I thought, but I can't seem mm-hmm. to find it. It's just because I haven't found it yet. All right. Anyway, go ahead, Sam. Um. All right. I uh, this movie cracks me up. Um. I think it's well paced. I think it's fun. I think it's it's worth repeated viewings. Um, give me give me Shaun of the Dead over a lot of the movies we've seen lately. I, I've got to give it a. I'm going to give it an eight point one two. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, I really liked it. Yeah, that's quite all right. Uh, eight point one two. Uh, that puts uh, well for what it's worth. You say recently we've recently we did you know we did Bird Box. We've done some Ju- really good ones lately. Yeah, in Juno, uh, those are kind of award winning. Uh, mm-hmm. Blown away, not so much. And then, um, so I, I will say this: 2019 so far, we've done some pretty good movies. Um, and I've actually kind of engineered that intentionally because um, we got plenty of time to watch garbage. Um, <laughs> Well, we're doing some good stuff right now. I think next, I think next week is going to be no exception. Um, I liked this movie. Again, I had a really good time with it. Um, and I was kind of scrolling back to see if I could find Hot Fuzz to see what I gave it. I don't remember, and it doesn't matter. But I'm just going to I'm going to vote my heart, vote my conscience, and and give this movie a solid um, seven point seven five. It just it made me laugh a lot and. The queen bit was just brilliant. It just that part just made me so happy. I'm, I want to go back and just watch that scene again. Is all. Okay, John, it's time at the bar. So, um, and, and it was so ineffective what they were doing. Like, oh yeah, like, it, they just kept pop, 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 pop. Yeah, it served no purpose at all. And then she starts throwing <laughs> darts and hits him in the head, and and why someone believes dogs can't look up. I don't get that either, but. <laughs> um, like, don't they look up at you when you look up at, like look down at them? I, I never got that part, but whatever. <laughs> Maybe it's a joke that somewhere. Um, cool. That's it. That's now that is the actual show. And yes. um, what are we doing next week? Well, next week, I'm so glad you asked, Sam. Thank you for asking. We are doing a movie called Hell or High Water. It was nominated for Best Picture last year. Um. Yes, last year. That's correct. Really? Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was nominated for Best Picture. Oh, sweet. Um, I'm 90% sure I'm correct. Uh, I remember that it was nominated. Was it last year or the year before? I think it was last year. Well, it, was, it came out in 2016. Okay, so maybe it was 2017 was when it was nominated for Oscar. Uh, it was nominated for four Oscars, nominated for Best Picture of the Year, Best Performances by an Actor, Original screenplay and best achievement in film editing. And this is Jeff Bridges, Chris Pine, right? Jeff Bridges is in it. Uh, he got best supporting actor. Um, I wouldn't call it a Jeff Bridges, Chris movie. Pine movie. It's a Chris Pine, Ben Foster movie. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Ben Foster, we've seen. It doesn't he? He sings, right? Doesn't he have a band? Yeah, Ben uh, Foster Five. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, that's a good one, Sam. I'm actually proud of you for that. Uh, no, he does not sing in this movie. Oh, it's not the same guy? Mm, no, I don't think... What school at uh, R.J. Reynolds? Ben Foster did? Ben Folds. Sorry. Oh, Ben Folds. I was like, wait, he's not from North Carolina. He's from did Massachusetts. You, did you guys see that one video of Ben Foster when he was with an orchestra and made up a song as he went? Like mm-hmm. Ben Folds 5, but, but yes. <laughs> yes, I it was pretty seen. impressive. It is impressive. Um, or wasn't that he made up a song? He acts. It wasn't just he said he, he he gets a, a, a an award or he was nominated. Uh, ben Foster, again the actor who we've seen in such movies as Three Ten to Yuma, and we also saw him in uh, X Men: The Last Stand. He's the angel dude man. Yeah, uh, and we also saw him in. I think he was in Hostage. Wasn't he in Hostage? I don't see I don't him. Know. Hostage. Yeah, he plays the weird dude with the guns. But did he win? Did win what? Did he win the Oscar that year? He was not nominated for an Oscar. 
Oh, okay. So he's like, he's not going to get an EGOT. No, no. <laughs> Again, not the same dude. <laughs> I don't know why you keep keep thinking that. There's, there's, there's more connection with Ben Affleck than there is with Ben Foster. I mean, they just have the same first name. Um, so you know. Australian for beer. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. I might have to look up that his iTunes repertoire. Yeah, Ben Folds Five was formed in Chapel Hill by Ben Folds. Yeah. His name. And didn't is, you say this guy went to the same high school as somebody? Uh, he Andrew said something about he went to somewhere. Yeah, yeah, he, R, uh, R. J. Reynolds. R. J. Reynolds. Yeah. Oh, cool. So it's North Carolina boy. Yeah, he's a, yeah, again. Again, Sweet. Ben Folds 5 has nothing to do with the movie we're doing next week. Oh, I'm sorry. Are we talking about somebody else? I don't know what's happening. Sam's doing his thing. <laughs> anyway, next week we're doing Hell or High Water. It stars, <laughs> it stars Chris Pine, so there's your Star Trek connection. I can go ahead and get that out of the way real he's early. He's a botanist, you know. He's a bot. He's a what? Nothing. He's a botanist. Oh, Pine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, and by the way, I guess I should, I, I didn't say it, but I guess I should have. Simon Pegg is by far and clear away our Star Trek and Star Wars connection oh, yeah. to this movie. Um, so. All the good movies. Yes, all of the good ones. Right. And there are very few people that have done the Star Wars, Star Trek crossover. Very few. Mm-hmm. Like maybe two or three. And he's obviously one of them. So, uh, good for him. Um, and if you don't know what he is in Star Wars, go find out. He's got a cool part. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it. That's our show. Next week, Hell or High Water. Um, and I'm looking forward to that and seeing the old uh, botanist himself, Chris yes. Pine. Uh, if you want to see him naked, go watch... Um, what's that movie, Sam, you told me to watch? The, the, out, the uh, Outlaw King? Outlaw King. Yeah. yeah. It, by the way, it's on the list. Uh, we'll, oh, great. oh, good. We'll be doing yeah. that in uh, sometime in March. I don't think Netflix will be taking that one off. I don't think so, uh, since it's their movie. Yeah. Chris Pine did, but Netflix won't take it off. We're taking it off. I see what you did. Um, <laughs> yeah, you told me you like you actually see like pine little little you pine, see the branch. pine acorns and uh, pine <laughs> pine cone <laughs> and uh, some maybe needles. I don't I don't know. <laughs> I will say this, and this is true, and I'm not trying to get my put my wife on the spot because she can't see me and she doesn't listen to the show anyway. But when we went and saw Wonder Woman together in the theater, and the scene where he gets out of the t- uh, out of the bath naked and he's literally just using his hands to cuff himself, she she made an, an audible noise. I'm like, good oh. for her. I'm like, is that he's he doing it for you? And she's like, oh please, let's don't don't pretend that she's not doing it for you. And I'm like, okay, fine, fair enough. Anyway, um. <laughs> That's the show. CheapSuitReviews.com is a website that you can check out, though I think it's still broken, so don't check it out just yet. Facebook.com slash CheapSuitReviews is, of course, our Facebook page. Twitter is at CheapSeatCast. And you may send your emails to CheapSuitReviews at gmail.com. And please leave us a review on iTunes. We really could use it. So on behalf of Andrew and Sam, this is Sean saying thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bullocks.